Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome uh, to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lane. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I am doing fine. Uh, had a very busy weekend. Um, having quite a busy week, but that's good. Uh, what about you? How are you? Really good, thank you. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I remember you saying you had a busy weekend coming up. What did you get up to? Uh, well, I went to my first cinema trip, which was great. Um, I went to go and see Dune um, on a, on a big screen, and it was it was great. I forgot like how nice it was just to kind of switch your phone off and like not get up and wander around and just have a have a proper cinema experience. You kind of forget, like, and, and also it's cheap now. It only cost me seven quid. Which I thought oh, that was, is good. Um, so that was good. So that meant I could buy myself a glass of wine and some popcorn and really enjoy the enjoy the Lovely. early evening uh, showing. What kind um, of popcorn boy are you? Salted or sweet? I'm sorry. Love my personality. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it was really nice, and I did some rowing, and I went hung out with some friends, and went to Columbia Road Flower Market, and just had a really nice, just a proper proper like nice decent weekend didn't even drink that much which never happens anymore so um yeah which is all good what about you what do you get up to busy boy living your best life no it's exactly. nice to see babes now, yeah. i um, i had a really lovely weekend thank you so it was my friend's 30th birthday saturday evening so mm-hmm. she had a party which was just really nice got <clears> to see some people i haven't seen for for so long um they're just nice to all all catch up, like to see how everyone's doing. So obviously we've kept in touch a lot of us and FaceTime and Zooms and stuff. But some people have just not got around our paths haven't crossed yeah, yeah. before everything that happens. So um no, just just really nice to kind of be in you forget how nice it is to I know it sounds really silly, but to go to a party and be in a room with every do you know what I mean? And there's a I lot s- to be said for being in a room of people's energy and catching up and having 100%. a hundred percent. And I do think as well that it's still there's still a novelty factor. I still feel a bit like, um, yeah. If I'm going to, a, I mean, I haven't been to any mass. I've been on one big clubbing night or two in Manchester. Into one gig, cinema trip. But yeah, just it is. There is still a novelty factor to it, and you do feel kind of um, lucky. I don't know if lucky is the right word, but you know. Yeah, but hopefully you know. we've made it through the worst. But and you know, just it's sometimes it's just quite nice. You realise like. Oh, I love all these people I'm hanging out with and we're just having a great time. And I don't know, just this. Yeah, yeah. good. It's and I don't good. think that we're still not a stage which which I'm kind of <clears> really <throat> glad about. And I, I think a lot of us was conscious. I didn't ever want to get to a stage again where we took things for granted. So I remember there used to be so many evenings we'd sit on this show, like in the midst of lockdown, even just longing to go and have an Ando's or to, to leave the house which weren't part of our hour exercise, you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh my God, we're just never going to take anything for granted. And I'm still not. So yeah, still grateful for, for them for them little moments. So no, that was really nice. And uh, yeah, just straight back into the gym again. I'm kind of proper on the, on the little gym wave, which okay. um, I'm loving. Yeah. And uh, yeah, approaching the winter now, when I've got some sweets for, I don't know if trick-or-treating is going to be a thing this year. I don't know where we stand. But obviously there hasn't been any for yeah. a couple of years. Um, but the Haribos are stocked up, and um, yeah, just in, just in case you, you just never know. I can't believe it's Halloween, no, Stephen. How, how are you now? 
you remember when we were saying back in August when summer going to start and I was saying it's over it's over babes we don't need to uh this is it and now it's winter I mean next by the time we do our next show it will be absolutely pitch black outside uh it will be dead of night and that'll be it then because we've got a clock changing this weekend haven't we yeah we do yeah and I'll be out partying that night so it's going to be like extra time for for me Ooh, that's probably a bit dangerous, to be honest, but we'll see where it leads. <laughs> see, that always confuses me, and I'm still, even at 35, I never know. I know once a year it goes forward and once it goes back, but even, well, whichever one is, when it goes forward or goes back, I always get that little bit conscious. If I have to set an alarm the next day, like, is my is my iPhone going to know? Obviously, yeah, the phone's yeah. more cleverer than I am, so it always <laughs> does. But, you know, when you can't figure out anything, oh, how do we come to booking an Uber? So the key is you've got to go past two o'clock just so you kind of know where you're at. That's a very good point, and I'm sure I will. So, uh, yeah, lots to look forward to this weekend. <laughs> uh, we have a very exciting show today. It's a big oh, gay special today. Um, we have Freddie Bendy from uh, formerly of The Circle. Um, he's coming on to talk about X in the City, which we've had a few people uh, come on to talk about. You've done as well. Um, so great to talk to him about that. Then we have um, from I- new ITV show, Peckham's Finest, Mark Ashley Dupay. People are getting his surname right. Um, uh, in to talk about that. And then we have Electra Friends, who uh, was on the third series of Drag Race UK. So wave that pride flag. This is a very, very gay show today. Uh, not complaining, not complaining at all. Do love a gay. Do love a, do love a gay, love a couple of gays. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a busy, busy old week of showbiz news as well. And something that you've actually uh, had something to say about, haven't you? Um, let's talk yeah. about Tilly Ramsey. <laughs> do you know what? I, and I, I know we've, we've spoke about this in the past when Steve Allen came out and spoke about me on his show and I put something up on, on my Instagram TV about it. I felt the need to kind of do... I, I, I recorded a reaction to it because it kind of, kind of laid into me a little bit and seemed yeah. to have a lot of questions and I didn't feel I had the right to reply. Um, was more than happy to, if, if, if he wants to send an email and wants me to go on the show, uh, I, I'm there. Do you know what I mean, Steve? Mm-hmm. But um, th- th- there seemed to be a few a few questions that he, he wasn't sure about and I, I just can't believe that, that the guy is still thinking it's acceptable yeah. To use his show and his platform to annihilate people for, for how they look. So he, his body shamed Tilly Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, which to me, she, she's a 19 year old girl. I mean, I'm 35, 34 at the time, don't but I'm lucky enough to have a, a thick skin. I think working in this industry for 10 years has obviously helped that even mm-hmm. more so. Still doesn't think that's okay to, to annihilate people for how they look or their side or for, for any reason I, I just don't believe yeah, yeah. that anyone sh- should y- use a, a public forum to to call someone out like that for 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 how they look yeah um and even to do it to a 19 year old girl and fair play to tilly like i did she called him out mm. what did you think when you saw it also well like you i mean it's completely uh everyone has opinions and mm. um you know within reason I think most people should be allowed to air them what he has to say or he had to say about you and what he had to say about Tilly were unnecessarily cruel and just mean-spirited and to call Tilly Ramsey I think the word he used was chubby um yeah he called her a chubby little thing like I mean in no way 
could that be misconstrued as anything other than just like a nasty comment? Um, and I think for someone of his age and, uh, you know, his experience, he should know better. I wonder if he kind of does it on purpose, um, possibly. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah. probably likes to to poke the bear and 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 cause a bit of a stink but at least I mean I know with you uh, there was never an apology forthcoming he was forced into an apology with Tilly um so he did he did say sorry uh for that I mean doesn't take away what he said and I'm sure like you said she's 19 she's I'm sure she's very conscious of the way she looks I I was at 19 I am at 35 like um you know and it won't help uh a teenager's uh, mental health to to be saying things like that. So hopefully he's learned his lesson and he'll keep his gob shut in future. You can I talk very about much many other it, things. Though. And that's the problem. I, I don't think that the, the the man has learned at all. Um, yeah. I, I'm pleased for Tilly's sake he's come out and apologised. Whether that's made her feel any better, I mean, I don't personally know Tilly. I certainly don't think it um, takes away... Um, from what he said about her, as yeah, you touched, but I, I think as a teenager, it, it's 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 that time of life, and, and and actually, I don't even think it's just a teenager. I think at any age, we all have our insecurities, mm. and whatever that may be, that could be about how we look or, or for anything, the colour of our hair. Do you know what I mean? For example, so for someone to to go onto radio and, and call someone out, and like you've touched on, I completely, I'm all for people having opinions. Uh, and that's what makes the world go around. We've all got them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's not about having opinions about people. For me, that's the issue. For me, it's just the way he, he thinks it's, uh, and I just think especially where we are in the world now, so many people, we, we've spoke about there's the, there's the be kind message. We know the severity of mental health mm-hmm. where, where we're at now which we might not have known five ten years ago yeah um and i just think when something's so public you just have to be when you're fortunate to have a position um in tv and radio and you, you've got a voice and you've got a, a following whether that's people that listen to your show or follow your career i think you kind of have to be slightly you, you have to be aware of that yeah, and, and I just can't say for, for whatever his reason was for that or whatever his opinion was, what was ever going to be achieved from calling a 19 year old girl a chubby little thing? Yeah. To me, that, that's, that's not a that's yeah, I, I, I don't know. To me, it's it's not even about um, an opinion. That, that to me is just a comp- an unnecessary comment, uh, a hurtful comment. And um, like I say, I don't think it's just me and it's not just Tilly that's gone through it. I think he seems to be quite known for, for, for sitting on his show doing, doing and saying things like this. Um, yeah. Well, it's totally unnecessary. And I imagine that, uh, I hope that there will have been a conversation um, at his radio station about his future conduct. Um, I certainly feel that there would be with us if we were to say something like that, but we would never say something like that because imagine if as we much as and did that, we, we just would neither of us would dream of it. Do you know what I mean? And we're a very opinionated show. We, 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 yeah, we, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we've both got opinions, but we're always talking about showbiz gossip and we interview our, our celebrity guests. So it's not that we're short of opinions, but neither of us would ever dream of sitting here no. and annihilating someone because of how they look or mm. their weight. 
I, I think the minute you have to do that, you kind of lose your argument or your fight anyway. The minute you get yeah. that personal to me, so whether even as a face to face disagreement, the minute you go that low, you, you've kind of you've lost, like because yeah. there's just no need because you're not actually saying anything educated. You're not saying anything other than you, like a, a physical. It doesn't mean action. anything. I mean, those things they they mean nothing to about a person's personality. I mean, if Tilly Ramsey could be the most horrible person in the world, <laughs> I don't think she is, but she could be. You still would. You still would avoid talking about the way she looked um or, or or even if she was beautiful i don't know i think it's i think it's just uh it's a i i hope that he's learned his lesson and i hope someone's spoken to him about it um but we'll wait to see if six months time he picks on someone else i guess absolutely not i say if you're listening steve if you um if you want to come on next week to access all areas we'll happily would love to talk to you about it and give you your right to reply Definitely would. Or if you'd love me to come on to LBC and answer the questions that you you so so sought after um, some some months back, let's do it. I would very much enjoy seeing that. Uh, well, on a happier note, our uh, first guest, uh, Freddie, who I've spoken to before on the show, is here. So um, let's get him in for a chat. Perfect. Hello. 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 How are we, Freddie? We're looking at you like this. Right, okay, that ain't ideal. We don't need that. This way, <laughs> we're really nice. Ready, how are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Really good. Thanks for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you on the pleasure. show. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, we, you've, you've come on Fubar before, haven't you? I've met you before, and uh, you, you've, uh, you, you're always uh, good value for money. You are a very funny guy, and obviously, <laughs> thank you. M- MTV have seen the value in that because now you're on a new show. Tell us a bit about it. Yeah, so Celeb X in the City, it was, um, it, it was a great opportunity to do, really. That was filmed back in June or July, I think. Yeah, my um, agent, David, called me up and said, MTV are calling for you. So <laughs> up I went and loads of X's arrived, which was always <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> How did you find the show? Because, I mean, I, I was speaking to... Um, who was I speaking to last Dino, week? Last Dino, week. Dino. Yeah. Yeah, he, actually, he was on the show, so I was interviewing Dino about it. And um, yeah, back, I, I had no idea who else was doing the show. So everyone was going, Bob, so he's on it. And it was kept so secret because we were yeah. filming still in that kind of, that really weird time. None of our paths could cross. So we'd, both, we'd all do our film and yeah. then, then go off. But I'm intrigued to know how everyone found the show and what their kind of overused word in reality TV. I know, but what was your journey with it, Fred? <laughs> Do you know what? I had the best time ever with them. Like, Wiz Kids really looked after me. I really got along with everyone. I've never done a sled-based show before ever in my life, Bob. I've literally come from the circle, done this morning a couple of times alongside Good Morning Britain, and then got this opportunity. So, I, I'm apart from the circle, I never really had anything to live up to, really. Um but no, do you know what? For me, it was the best thing I've done because from the circle, I was I was only 20 when I'd done the show and doing this show, I was 23 and now just turned 24. So to see that growth for me was the most important thing and I, I saw it personally. So I was happy with it. Yeah, definitely. And the ex that walks through, because obviously you, for anyone who hasn't seen the show, yeah. we're kind of sat, at, we're sat on a blind date, aren't we? Yeah. Getting to meet someone. Then at the corner of the eye, the, the door opens and an X bowls in. 
Yeah. What's your reaction when the ex comes in, and how how was things left with the ex? Good terms, bad terms. <sighs> well, to be fair, so I had two exes. The first one that walked in, James. I mean, he was slightly obsessed. Bless him. I mean, uh, like no 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 hard no hard feeling towards him. He's a lovely fella. I just weren't my cup of tea. Mm. Um, our week was left weren't ideal. No, it weren't ideal. On the date, it was awkward because obviously. You know, when you go through the, without spoiling it too much, when you go obviously through the process of speaking to the execs, you obviously give a list of names. You don't actually know, guarantee who's walking through that door. Yeah. Um, so it was a shock to see James. Um, and, you know, after the show, it was left on okay, on okay no, but it ain't left on the best of terms at the moment. No, because I still get unknown calls all the time, Bob. But, you know, it ain't a bit of me. So how did the relationship break up? Did you leave the relationship? Did yeah, he? yeah, yeah. I walked away from him. Yeah, no. Nah. Joe, you know what it was? It was very early days anyway. It weren't like, we weren't officially together. It was very early days. Um, I literally just come out of a, a, a long-term relationship and he was kind of someone that I was speaking to, getting to know. And then I was getting like, four or five o'clock in the morning calls all the time. Like, it weren't even... Booty calls. Yeah. Was, <laughs> it weren't even just, like, on a Friday, Saturday night. It was too much. So I cut it off. Yeah. I, 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 I blocked his... I didn't just block his number. I actually blocked him on everything. And then, then that's when the no-caller ID started. So oh, I, nice. I changed the digits. It become it become a bit too much. And then what about the second ex that turned up on the show? Oh, Joel, he's so lovely. Joel Maguire, he... Um, oh, I know Joel. So... What age yeah. is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so lovely. I mean, we were never official. Like, it was the same situation. I've known Joel. He's... Yeah, we've, we've been on dates and stuff like that. But he's such a good friend to me. I can't, I can't take... I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk it and lose, lose that friendship. But me and Joel, honestly... We're going Turkey next month to get our Nashes done together. Oh, no, I do. It's civil. Yeah. Oh, so civil. I'm really good friends still, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's always a nice way to leave. If you can go and get so a set of veneers done in Turkey with your ex, you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a statement, what a thing you to say. You never expect anyone to ever say that. But I also completely <laughs> get your point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you don't need bad blood with anyone. I haven't got bad blood with anyone. If I've got a problem... I say it there and then, and then it's mm. forgotten. I move on. I move on from it. I feel like carrying negativity around from past relationships or past friendships. The only person that's going to do damage is you. So, mm. what's the point in doing it? And what about the guy that you was on the blind date with? How was that? Any good? Any potential? Oh, yeah, he was. He was lovely. He was lovely, and he's he's got a good art. I'm seeing him at the weekend. Oh, nice. I mean. Yeah, I mean, we're just friends, though. We're just friends. I, I mean, we've had a couple of sleepovers, if you know, if you know me. <laughs> but, um, okay, yeah. No, but yeah, he's busy. I'm busy, and you know, I feel like there's this stigma on being sig- single. I feel like people are like, oh, you're single, and people feel sorry for you. But I'm the most happiest being single. I can't be bothered unless someone's going to add to my life. Mentally, physically and financially, I'm the best I've ever been right now. So unless someone's going to add to that in a positive way, then I don't want it. You are preaching to the converted here, Freddie. I think that's kind of the, the hymn sheet that me and Bob sing from all the time, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that's how it should be. 
do you find that since you've done since you, so the circle was what three or four years ago three. yeah it's just over three years ago it was yeah so do you find that people like is it harder to date I mean not hard but you know is it or is it different some people might know who you are or I don't know what's yeah. it like it, it, it's different I think like prior to the circle I mean I would be a nightmare and like chat to loads of different people all the time I was young obviously I think everyone has to go for that stage of experiencing new things but since the circle I mean but my DMs are flooding I'm not gonna lie especially since this new one everyone's like sliding their way through it but I love it I think you know I, I, I'm someone that likes to be centre of attention and getting attention off all different people you know, it, I, I'm a good judge of character. So I feel like if someone isn't in it for the right intentions, I mean, number one, no one's going to get anything off the back of me anyway. And number two, you know, I'm a good judge of character. So what are the DMs saying, Fred? Who's sliding into them? Anyone we might know? <laughs> I mean, I'm no kiss and tell, Bob. I'm no kiss and tell. But, you know, there are a couple of blue ticks in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all exciting, though. It's all exciting. It's all it's all harmless fun. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're having a lovely old time. Yeah, I'm having a lovely old time. <laughs> <laughs> and what have you been doing, like other, other than dating or receiving dick pics from blue ticks on uh, Instagram? Um, what what have you been doing since since the circle? You've done other bits of bobs. Yeah. So I've done like I I, I had a um a segment on Good Morning Britain. I've had a segment on. Uh, this morning, which was really good. My David, uh, my agent David, he's just, he really believes in me and he really works his butt off to um, get, you know, amazing opportunities. So we've got exciting meetings coming up as well, which I'm really looking forward to it. COVID hit us all hard though, didn't it boys? Mm-hmm. Like, I think especially in an industry where you've got to be in contact with people and you've got to be close and personal. I think it, it, it's, it's really hard, but everything's opening up and everything's, running again so it's all exciting fingers crossed yeah all goes well yeah i think we've turned a corner haven't we think things definitely seem to be getting a little bit yeah i'm just glad that we're not having to wear their mask anymore because it really didn't do my like skin any favors (laughs) i was coming out i was coming out with spots left right and center well the thing is especially if you're off to get yourself some new teeth soon what you're going for i know 14th of november i'm on that plane yeah. I'm there for a week and I'm going to look like a different person. I'm not going to do a Ryland though. I'm not going to go too heavy. I'm going to still go quite natural looking. Um, nothing, I mean, I've got a set in now, but I'm bored of these ones. How long have you had them? Three years. I, that's still relatively no. My need, re- I'm going to replace mine. Often the play with me push, and Joel, Bob. Mine are pushing 10 years now. And they do say tits and teeth 10 years and you get a new set. Really? I mean, I ain't got to have my tits done just yet, but I'm sure... I'm sure <laughs> the time is coming. Yeah, the time is coming. But we was just saying, we can't believe it's nearly Halloween. Are, are you ready for the winter now, Freddie? Are you, are you a summer boy or a winter boy? Um, no, listen, I've got my family. We've always been brought up in Marbella. I've got, you know, we've got villas in Marbella, so every summer I'm normally there. Mm. But do you know what? I'm really looking forward to this winter. I don't know why. I'm, I can't wait to get the Christmas tree up, Bob. Do you know what I mean? I'm excited. Yeah, getting excited. Getting, I'm ready to get that tinsel out, to get the tree out. I'm going to a Halloween party this Saturday, but I'm not doing anything scary. I'm going as Woody from Toy Story. Oh, oh cute. Nice. That's a cute look. Yeah. 
I'm going as a slutty cheerleader, which, as you can see, is not my normal look. I would thought that'd be right up your straight, Stephen. <laughs> um, well, I'll be all Blind over Instagram. would love that. <laughs> well, it's a very short skirt I'm going to be wearing. Um, oh, stop. I have to buy new pants. I can't. I, I need. Do you know what I mean? I've got a couple of white ones you can wear. It's fine. <laughs> I've got. I'll mail them to you. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you hoping though, like doing um, like shows like this, like you were saying and stuff, you'll be able to do a bit more TV, or are you looking to move yeah. it to other things? What you What you kind of hope? Yeah, definitely. Long term, I'd love to do presenting. I think you know that is definitely up my street, but. You know, I'd lo- I love entertaining people, and that that's what I'm here for. As long as I can put a smile on people's face and make people laugh, then I'm doing I'm doing what I love. I mean, since this has been a dream of mine for years. Like since I was a little boy. I mean, I've watched Howie, I've watched Bobby on the screen for years. So to be able, you know, to be in a show with Bobby for me, it's a pinch me moment, and people that I've looked oh. up to for years. It's a, it's a very surreal. And crazy moment for me, but I'm blessed, I'm grateful, um, and I'm granted. All I got from that is that you're calling Bobby old. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Granddad Bob there. Would I ever? I love you're Bobby. Call, you're calling me an old boyfriend. No, never. You ne- you'll never be out of date, babe. You'll never be out of date. <laughs> oh, bless you. No, no it, is a, it is a very surreal moment, but... I'm excited, you know, I do think, you know, the opportunities that are coming in at the moment from that from that one thing is exciting. Um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to run before I can walk. And I'm just, you know, settling in. Yeah. I mentioned winter's kicking in there. You, you're, yeah. you're playing the field, you're keeping your options open. You, you've got a date coming up this weekend. Yeah. And obviously catching up with the ex. Are you one of these people that say your boyfriend's for winter? Are you looking for a new man under the Christmas tree? I'm not going to lie, Charles. I was saying to my mates the other day, having a boyfriend for Christmas would be ideal. Come New Year, I don't mind him leaving. I just, <laughs> I want, I want, want to be presents. able to my stocking to someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then what, kick him into touch on the 2nd of January? Yeah, come the 20, even come the 26th, Bob. I'm fine with it. <laughs> just, just, be, just be here for Christmas and then you can go. Then get your Uber home. Yeah, get your Uber <laughs> home. I'll book it for you. I don't even mind you leaving me a bad review. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I, I hope Santa brings you what you want, even if it's for, for one night only, Fred. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Um, well, best of luck with um, with uh, the show and um, whatever. Well, you've already filmed it, so you know what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, and, uh, and yeah, I hope the uh, teeth uh, situation goes well. I'll Thanks show you. I'll keep you updated. I'll keep yeah, you updated. Yeah, please do. Please do. We want to see. Thanks so much, Freddie. Really great to speak to oh, you. Oh, thank you so much, boys. See you later. Bye. 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 That's so funny that you know the same. What was it? Hairdresser. Yeah, I know. Of, yeah, I know the guy he was talking about. Joe. Yeah, um, he does a few of my friends' hair. How <laughs> oh, crazy! It's. It, I mean, small it's world, yeah, it. small world, isn't it? That's the, uh, exactly that's Essex for you. <laughs> Uh, typical. No, great, great chat. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think you guys are all much braver than I would be to have my ex on. Although I'm friends with most of my exes, I just know they'd get the one that I wasn't friends with on, and it would be an absolute fucking shit show. <laughs> I mean, that's always the worry, and let's have it right. I, it wouldn't be my first time filming a TV show with an ex. Uh, ah, I was a little mm, bit mm, once, mm. once burnt kind of thing, but thankfully, my ex that returned was yeah. 
no bad feelings and, and pretty much a mutual thing. So that's yeah. always kind of nice. No rewriting <laughs> of history. Exactly. Well, our, uh, our, yeah, that was a bit, that was a moment, wasn't it? There was a lot of that going on at a certain point in time. Yeah. <laughs> Just when we thought 2020 couldn't get weirder. <laughs> when you have to film in an empty Indian restaurant or whatever it was yesterday, <laughs> bloody hell! Yeah, that was a time, wasn't it? Um, oh, we laugh. Oh, we don't know. Oh, we cried. I need some biryani. Well, our second guest, uh, Peckham's finest, Mark Ashley, is here. So let's get him into talk to chat, Perfect. talk chat, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> have a little girls. Mm-hmm. Am I there? Oh yeah, you're there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Mark Ashley, hey, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, really good. We've been told this is your first radio interview. It's, it's my first radio interview being the guest. Got it, okay, got oh, it. Well, I've a... used to be on the other side. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so um, so you are part of a, of a brand new brand new show, aren't you, um, on ITV, Peckham's Finest. Tell us a bit about it and what, what's involved. So Peckham's Finest is like an observational documentary with a sprinkling of Tawi to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been filming with them now since the end of August, and it's just been really exciting. And it's like, a, it's a really different experience to, for me to be doing. We literally just came out of the pandemic. We had Freedom Day, and then I just went straight into these auditions, and I've been getting followed around by this whole production crew. So Bobby, I don't know how you did it for so many years. <laughs> it's such a weird experience to be doing. Are you, is it all pre-recorded now? Or are you still filming as you go? Is it quite a quick We're still around? filming as we go. So I think we've got like another three episodes to film. So we're filming up until like the end of the middle of November. Yeah. And, and how are you finding it all? It, it's quite, a, it's a bizarre thing at first, isn't it? At first, I feel like I was really kind of maybe overproducing myself because I was really aware of like what I was saying and the fact that there was like six people in the room with me I feel like now I've kind of relaxed and I've kind of the production companies feel like they're my mates so when I'm talking about things I forget that they're not actually mates they're there to make a show (laughs) (laughs) yeah that could get you in trouble can't it I'm just spilling up all the tea and then afterwards I'm like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) and how's the reaction been on social media um, so far, it's been really positive. Like, obviously, being, like, a black gay guy, which is not someone that you usually see in this type of format, I was really nervous about what the reaction was going to be about. But I haven't seen one bad tweet or anything about me. I haven't actually been looking, but everything that I've read so far has been really positive. People, like, reaching out to me just saying that, like, they're really glad that I'm doing it, that, like, I'm inspirational. So, like, for me, I'm just kind of like, right, I'm just going to stay in that little kind of, like, positive echo chamber and ignore the shit. Absolutely. It, it, I mean, you're exactly right in saying that there, is, there isn't good... Well, there hasn't been a lot, rather, of, of, of gay, black representation, like, on our screens and, and, and certainly in reality TV. Like, is that a bit of pressure? It is, because I feel like I'm representing a whole community, but it's a community that has, like, I can only represent myself. Exactly, because there's loads of different facets to it, isn't it? I can't represent the whole community. Yeah. I do feel like there's obviously, like, I'm, like, technically, like, the first black gay reality star in the terms of, like, a main cast. Because obviously Mm -hmm. there was... Vass J. Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vass is out. But like, I don't feel like his role in Tabby was like 
as him having like a main role of doing what he was doing. Like he came in and he did his little bits and then he'll be gone yeah. again. Whereas yeah, yeah. I feel like I've been really like thrown into it, but thrown into it in a good way. Like I'm really happy that I've been given this opportunity because I've watched reality TV like Tawi, like Made in Chelsea, and I've never seen anybody who represents me. So I finally get the chance to represent myself. And I get to represent like my relationship with my mom, who's like, she's the biggest advocate and my biggest like fag hag, let's call her. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> she's been there from the beginning and she's here now on the TV with me. And I feel like it's important for me to show that relationship with my black mom, because a lot of the times when you hear about relationships between gay black men and their mothers, they're kind of like negative or hostile. And yeah. I haven't had that experience. So I want to show people that like, not all black mums are homophobic. Not all black families are homophobic. Like, they've accepted me. They loved me. They love my partner. Sometimes I feel like they love my ex-boyfriend more than they love me. But that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. That's a whole that's, other situation. That can happen with anyone. That's, I mean, that's, that's quite common, isn't it? Yeah, you can go back to your, see your mum and she's still got a picture of you and your ex up. And you're like, yeah, mum, we broke up very much ago. that. <laughs> and your ex-boyfriend, Alex, is also on the show, isn't he? How are you yeah. finding filming with an ex? I mean, I've been there so I feel I feel you it's some days I love it some days I don't I feel like we've had a really good run over the lockdown uh, and then the show's kind of made us unlock old wounds that we're having to kind of maybe have to like play out so it's some day some days it's triggering and some days I feel like we've been at each other's throats and but we're navigating it. And like, it's just the beauty of our relationship. It is complicated. It's not traditional, but it's our relationship and we, we get it. And what kind of made you want to do the show? Because it can, these things don't always work out well in the end. Obviously, you know, eight times out of 10, it's all great and you can have a great time. But what, what, what made you convinced you in the end to do it? So for ages, I was getting messages from people sending me that the little kind of like application thing. Right. I was just like, I'm not sure, guys. I was like, I don't think I'm ready yet to do this. And on the last day, I was like, somebody sent me the message. like, Mark, just do it. So I sent my um, audition off. And within minutes, I was called back. And they were like, we love you. And I was just kind of like, oh. Because I've auditioned for so many things before over the years and never really got any response back. So I was just assumed that it was going to be another one of those things. Yeah. Um, but as for why I did it, I just felt like I'm from Peckham. Like, I'm born and bred in Peckham. I still live in Peckham. All my family are from Peckham. My grandparents came and settled in Peckham when they came from Jamaica. So I'm like third, third generation of settlers in the area. Mm -hmm. So I just felt like who else would be good to kind of represent that kind of West Indian, African, my dad's Nigerian, my mum's Jamaican. So it's like an Afro-Caribbean dynamic, but I'm also, I'm also gay. But I was like, it's time to start telling gay stories on mainstream TV and black yeah. gay stories. 100%. So that was my driving force, to be honest. I just wanted to just, I was like, it's time to just represent myself and be the representation that I want to see on the television. Absolutely. And that's all anyone could do, isn't it? You just got to stay true and be you. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, I've obviously grown up watching Tawi, so I've seen you there doing it. So it was like, I want to, I want to be on... I've always said from the beginning that Peckham needed its own reality show because <laughs> I feel like there's so many different vibrant characters. Yeah. 
And what this show's done is allowed me, obviously, to tell, like, LGBT stories, but I get to tell a lot of other things, too, and I've met so many amazing people in the cast, and the cast are actually really sick. Like, that's the one thing I feel like they've done really well, is that they've got a really cool cast. Everyone's got their own individual thing that makes them, like, yeah, that makes them unique. And then together, it's just like this mixing pot of just madness. So is there a lot of love in the cast or have things bubbled away? Has, has there been in a, any show? Moment, I feel like there's not been any drama. Maybe because it's season one, so we're all getting, like, you get a meal, so yeah. everyone's on their best behaviour. So I'm, yeah. I'm sure if we get Give season it to two, <laughs> rigs are going to be getting snatched. <laughs> People are going to have things to say. Like, you get a little bit of drama between me and Alex, I suppose, but just, like, you already saw that most probably in, like, episode one. Like, there's a little thing bubbling underneath the surface there. But on the whole, with my interaction with everybody else in the cast, it's only been positive. And I kind of want it to stay like that just for now, just so that we can save that for season two. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to get, I'm hoping we're going to get one. But for now, I'm just like, I'm getting to know new people. I want everyone to see the best version of Peckham because I feel like up until now, all you hear about Peckham is kind of like gang violence, like all the wrong things. So it's good to just show like young creative people creating good vibes and good energy. But that's, also, you say that, but Peckham has also got a bit of a reputation for being quite heavily gentrified, doesn't it? That or, be, or becoming gentrified, even if it's not at the moment. What do you make of that and the, the influx of sort of expensive bars and restaurants and all that? Do you know what I mean? What do you make of it? Gentrification for me, I think it has its good sides and its bad sides. Um, if gentrification is working for the locals, then I'm yeah. all for it. Because I said in an interview earlier on in the week that like, People from Peckham, we like nice things. Black people yeah, love yeah, nice yeah. things. We want nice cafes, restaurants, bars. But at the moment, I feel like the way that the gentrification is going is more for this like wave, like middle class people that have moved into the area. Mm-hmm. And I'm just worried that like what I've seen with like Dalston, Hackney, Shoreditch is that people move into areas because they think it's cool and they love the culture. And then they get there and they all start having babies and they're talking about, oh, the music's too loud because you just moved into like beside a nightclub or like some yeah. dirty warehouse party. And then you're talking about like soundproofing. It's like, mm, that's not why you moved into the area in the first place. Well, and then it gets even worse because then it's like the bankers move in and then it's just, and then I say it's dead. There's nothing left dead, like, that. Mean, like, But also I just yeah. feel like, I go to a lot of places around Peckham at the moment and if you don't pick them wisely, you end up in these kind of like bougie places. I'm like, why am I paying £12 for a deconstructed kebab when I could just go around the corner and pay £6 or 7 quid for one? Like, let's much better. Real. <laughs> we do need a bit of an upgrade and I'm here for it, but let's make sure that that's focused all towards the locals and making sure that what is Peckham stays Peckham and not this kind of new kind of like artsy fartsy shit that's going down <laughs> to, say it ni- to say it nicely <laughs> no I think fair enough and I, but I think it's a problem like you said it's kind of London-wide isn't it like um and it's a really difficult one to get the balance exactly right so that everyone's happy happy yeah. um, well you've seen it in Brixton you've seen it in Deptford yeah. you've seen it everywhere so I just feel like as Peckham people, we just need to make sure that we kind of like make sure that we reclaim our area and we don't let too much change happen too soon or too quickly without us being in the driving seat with it. Yeah, I think you're totally right. Totally right on that. Um, so you do a bit of radio, do you? 
Is that I your? Do. So tell us, a, yeah, a bit about your like your your job away from. Uh, <laughs> well, from getting filmed. <laughs> we're getting filmed. Well, before the production team turned up and we decided to start filming everything, I've worked in nightlife, like club promotion, DJing for like the last ten or eleven years. But when the pandemic hit, I was like, "What am I going to do? Like, there's no clubs to go and work at. There's no nightlife. So how do I still get to kind of like?" play music and still interact with people and mm. one of my passions has always been to like my dream is to be on that one BBC One Extra or Capital Extra so I kind of literally had two options I was like I can either do OnlyFans <laughs> and get naked for everybody yeah. or I can actually use my personality because that's like, really kind of yeah, push that yeah, forward. Yeah. And I decided to do the radio because I've got a really good friend, um, DJ Fat Tony. And he was like, do not, whatever you do, get your cock out online. It was like, it that was a very good, were you doing an impersonation of his voice then? Because I actually did sound like him, like the way he talked. <laughs> yeah. But he was just like, absolutely not, Mark. <laughs> he was just like, all right. So I was just like, okay. So I had like a few, it was the first three weeks. So I was kind of like, having this breakdown I was like locked in the bedroom with like wigs and a jock strap I was like what am I going to do here um yes <laughs> and then I decided like let me reach out to a few people so I started off on a radio station called Fred's which is like a East London underground kind of like techno radio station but they said that they wanted me to come and do like what I do which is kind of like afro beats hip-hop but they wanted me to kind of introduce like an element of like talking to people on it as well. And my whole thing was about like using the platform to elevate queer black voices during the lockdown. My mental health at one point was like very thin. Yeah, got it, got <laughs> so it. So yeah. it helped me to kind of like stay connected with the community, but also to all to the community to stay connected with me. And we just had honest, frank conversations about like how we felt about things, how we felt about our mental health in the midst of that like Black Lives Matter happened, so we were able to talk about that. We were able to talk about how we felt as queer Black men within mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. And I feel like it really just helped everyone get through the whole lockdown situation. And now I'm so glad that I kept my pants on, put a pair of headphones on, and decided just to talk to people. <laughs> and it's worked. It's all it's worked, worked out very it's well. Worked, yeah. Um, well, Mark, it's been, it's been great to talk to you. Tell us, when's the show on? The show is on every Wednesday, 10pm on ITV2, but I've been practising this. If you need to catch up, you can catch up on ITV Hub. <laughs> the PR people are going to be very pleased with you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to speak to you, oh, Thank you yeah. so much for joining us. And can really you, appreciate listen, it. you need to come down to Peckham. I will take you out. We'll go drink a few cocktails, do the thing. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm getting an Uber. Right lovely, now. lovely, lovely. I love Peckham. <laughs> All right. No, thanks so thank much. Thank you. Take Speak care. You soon. Bye. 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 <laughs> what a lovely guy. <coughs> oh, you're right, Bob. You having a but moment? Just, just choking there. <laughs> <laughs> no, really nice guy. No, I'm actually, I haven't seen the first episode, but I'm actually quite keen to keen to watch it. Having having spoken to him now, and I think uh, it sounds like a great show. And I do like yeah, it's just That's the ref of the, the, the people that have turned to the only fans in lockdowns so after last week. It it's it must have had a spike and off that website, I tell you. People can make a lot of money uh from uh like Mark said, uh jock straps and wigs. 
uh, you know, you can make some serious dosh. So it's a niche. It certainly is. And um, one maybe I might recreate myself this weekend in my cheerleaders outfit. Uh, well, very exciting. We have our final guest uh, of today, Electra Fence, ready to come in. So let's get her in for a talk let's about all things drag race. Let's do it. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi, everyone. I'm how are to you? Figure it out. So sorry. I was like, how the hell does this work? You're absolutely <laughs> fine. We've fun. only been doing this for a year and a half, Electra. This is the first time you've used the Zoom. Uh, no, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Started off again. <laughs> this pandemic's been going on a long bloody time. We've been using a lot of these things. <laughs> how You're are you doing? Incredible, by the way. Oh, yeah. thank you, Babs. Thank you. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm knackered, but I'm good. Why are you knackered? What's been going on? I'm busy. Up and down the country, dancing here and there. It's all good, though. Not complaining. It's what I want. <laughs> that must be, certainly after, like, just saying, the year we've had. And you yeah. would have filmed Drag Race last year, I believe, right? And then you come... This year. We filmed this it. year. Oh, you did film it this year. And then you had to live through all of the lockdowns and closures and all that. So it must be nice to be getting back out there. It's, it's good. It's nice. It's nice to be, like, be able to perform again, isn't it? It's so good. It's like, I love it. It's great. How have you found the whole reaction to, to drag race and like social media and well everyone's been dead nice to me. Like everyone's been lovely to me. Like um yeah, it's been I've loved it. Everyone's so nice. Like I don't read the bad comments, I just delete them if I see them. I'm like, bah, don't need that in my <laughs> life. Bah. <laughs> and watching episodes back, obviously when filming a TV show, so much more is going to get recorded than that is ever going to make it to air. Do you do you find it weird sitting down watching the episodes and seeing what they've used and what they haven't and what's been cut? Yeah, I love that. I, that's my favourite bit. I'm always like, oh, they've cut that bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how my edit is. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, Rue's got a new song out, hasn't he? Uh, what's it called? Yeah, uh, don't blame, me blame on it me. on the edit. Yeah, don't blame it on the edit. Um, yeah, I mean, so obviously, probably for you, it probably didn't go quite as well as you'd hoped to, to go out early, like you did. Um, what, what, how did you feel at the time, and, and what do you feel about it now? Oh, at the time, I was absolutely gutted. I was like, oh, this is it. It's the end of it. I can't do it anymore. Uh, but now I'm like, oh my god. Like the reaction from people, like you shouldn't have gone. All the little tweets that I'm seeing and the messages and stuff, like it, it's like I don't think that was my time to go. But the judges are the judges for a reason, and they they told me to go, so I went. <laughs> yeah, you don't have much choice about it once you're told, no. do you told me. Uh, but also, I mean, I think um, you know, considering it was second you went out, wasn't it? The second yeah. person. Um, you are very pop. You have been very. You remain very popular. People really like you. What What is it you think about you in particular that people have really kind of got involved in? I'd say it's that I'm down to earth. It, 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 you see, it is what it is. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm the people's princess. Mission <laughs> <laughs> sweetheart. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's just that I just yeah. I'm just down to earth. I'm just me. Do you know what I mean? What you see is what you get, and yeah, it's. I'm I'm a man in a wig, do you know what I mean? That's all I am. Like, I went to see a play yesterday in Manchester and everyone was going mental. People were, like, beeping their horns. It was as if, it was as if like, I don't know, it's like if Katie Price was in town, everyone's going, Way! I was loving it. <laughs> I would have got there more often. <laughs> and what's your relationship like with the other queens? Are you all still, is there a WhatsApp chat? 
there's a group chat, yeah? yeah. Um, and we all get on so well. We talk every day, constantly. Sometimes I have to mute the group because it's constantly going off. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we're all like, like what you see on the show, like obviously it's, it's a reality TV show, isn't it? We're all good friends. We're all like the best sisters. Do you know what I mean? It is what it is. Is it really like that, though? I'm not convinced. There must be no. people that you get a bit like, oh, God. It's, well, not, not me. Um, no, I'm probably that person that gets on everyone's tits. <laughs> <laughs> What's the saying? If you can't find someone getting on the tits, it's you probably. Or oh, yeah. If you if you can't, yeah. What, um, what is the saying? Yeah, I know the one you mean. We have a same when in journalism. If you go on a press trip and you can't find the weirdo, then you are the weirdo, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the weirdo. No, but we all get on. We really, really do. We all went for dinner, a couple, like, I think last week or the week before, I can't really remember. But, like, we're always texting, like... We're all, we're all really close, really. So no one's dramatically left the chat yet. You know, sometimes oh, yeah. shit kicks off and people are like, well, I'm leaving. Shall I do it now for Bance? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then what if you can't get back in? But no one will let you back in. Yeah, will let me back in. It's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, podcast. And apparently, is it true you were going to do Jane McDonald if you were going to get was. to that? I'm so annoyed we didn't get to see that. I love Jane McDonald. Me too. She's such an icon. Like, I'm absolutely gutted I didn't get to do that because I just wanted to go cruising with her. Not like that. Um, <laughs> cruising. Not in the, not in the parks. Give us a bit of Jane there, can you? Oh, God. Oh, God. No, this is, you'll have to wait and see for All Stars. You'll see. <laughs> it yeah, fair enough. Do you think there will be a UK All Stars? There's got to be. I need to go back. I've got rent to pay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're an, in, you're an in-demand queen now, right? Like, like you said, you've got gigs and stuff and all that sort of stuff. Yes. A friend of mine saw you, um, I, actually I forgot, was it a Hun Brunch did you once perform? I love Hun Brunch. Oh yeah, yeah. Re- is that the regional slag cup? Brought the merch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you, you're, you're kind of involved in that whole world, aren't you? Like the, the big yeah. performances and all that sort of thing. I love the Hun culture. Like, it's so good. I love it. Without them, like, brunches would be boring. The Huns make the brunches. Like, if you ever want to come to a brunch, come to one of my brunches, just drop me a message. You're both welcome. I would I love, love that. It. Let's do I love it. Brunch. Brunch. Yeah, Bobby, let's definitely do that as well. 100 I'll sort you out. I'll sort your table. Get your bottle of Prosecco as well. Ooh, don't have to tell me. To, Bob's a lightweight, though. So, you know, I'll, I'll, he can have one glass. I'll have the rest of the bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one plate, I'll be under the table. <laughs> I'll join you, Babs. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you hoping to do more bits of bits of TV? Because it can be a bit of a funny thing for drag queens, right? Like you kind of go back into the performing in clubs and bars and stuff. And yeah. then, do you want to, what? What are you kind of hoping to do next? Yeah, I do. I want to do. I want to do more TV. I want to do Strictly. I want to do I'm a Celebrity. I want to do all that. You do. Oh, oh yeah. If they called me up now and said, "Come and do I'm a Celeb," I'd be there. I'd be in that Wales castle. Um, I'd be, <laughs> is it in Wales still? It is, is yeah, North Wales. Yeah. Like, I'll even do the Wales one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Good yeah. money as well. Good money. Yeah. I'd do it for a fiver. <laughs> the manager will hate that. That I've said that. <laughs> okay, maybe five pound fifty. What and what kind of plans do you want to take over the world? Like, what's next? Well, oh, keep your eyes peeled for this weekend. There's something big coming out, which is okay. 
can't reveal what it is. Is it your tuck? Because it come undone. Yes. It's undone. To be honest, I've got my pyjamas on down here. <laughs> oh, you're doing a roux. I'm doing a roux. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know what you mean. Um, <laughs> um, I've got, like, my little leotard on and pyjamas on at the bottom. It's so good. I love it. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. It's the zone uh, Y, isn't it? I'm sorry? It's the zone Y. Just it's just press the top half. But it's so good. That's the good thing about doing Zoom and podcasts and things. You don't have to talk. You don't have to like do Wear heels. I, obviously, I'm a queen that talks. You don't have to talk if you don't want to talk. But like, it's so nice to have like no pads on, no corset. I can breathe. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and you certainly couldn't do that on the show, could you? Um, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> who are you um, kind of looking at now? And I don't know if you know who the winner is, but who are you thinking might be? might be one to watch over the rest Did of the you, series. I want to win. Yeah, um, So obviously no spoilers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want either River or Kitty. Um, who else is there? Well, River seems to be kind of like coming through the middle of it, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. And I, th- I wonder if... Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I, I, think, I don't know. I think River should have won last week or Kitty should have won last week. Yeah. Because those looks those runway looks alone well actually kitty's now um <laughs> i'm glad you said that um, but rivers oh my god is that that, the, that was the the uh the money one wasn't it like yeah the, the, yeah. the gorgeous um asian inspired uh red and gold yeah 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 oh, yeah stunning yeah. i was like oh god i thought she was gonna win and she didn't yeah you, well, you can never really predict it. It's all based on what Rue what wants, isn't it? And he does That's make the final fun. decision. Oh, it was tense, wasn't it? Ooh, that, was <laughs> that was good TV. That was, that was TV gold, that. So was you a massive fan of the show before you applied to go on it? Yeah, oh, God, I've always been a fan, like, of the American one, um, the Canadian one, Holland. I love them all. Um, but, yeah, I've always been a fan. Like, and I'm so glad, like, first time auditioning. As well, so I was, oh, was it? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. That's great. Which is, which is a great feeling. Um, so yeah, first time auditioning, and yeah, I've always been a fan. I love, I love, like season one, like bag of chips, mm-hmm. the icon, something. Like I feel like Tia should have been on season one. You're she right, had, actually. Yeah, she would have. She would have done a good job of that. Well, she's not that she didn't fit in with season two, but I think she would have fit in, like with that. Bunch. Yeah, yeah. And is it what you wanted it to be? Because it's one thing, I guess, being a fan of it, but then going onto it and filming it yourself is completely different kettle of fish. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was everything and more. Um, the food was good. The snacks were good. I was constantly eating. It was great. Um, <laughs> those two episodes. <laughs> um, no, if they called me up now and said, come back, I'd be there in a heartbeat. If they said, come do All Stars, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Like, I enjoyed my time there. I loved it. Well, they've got form for people going who've gone out early before, you know, coming back for an All Stars. So, yeah, I guess I guess you never know. Bring me back in a box like Shangela. Back in a box. Well, Electra, it's great to talk to you. And um, where can we find you next? Are there any gigs coming up that we can see you at? I'm doing a gig on Friday. I'm at Funny Boys. And I can't remember the venue. Um, where is the venue? Where is the venue? 
You'll see it on my Instagram on the Twitter. Okay. Well, I'm in Margate. I'm in Kent for the first time doing a little Halloween thing with something Wong. Which Fun. Is be cute. She's messy, that one. Dangerous. I've it's seen her before at Two Brewers. I have oh. seen her. <laughs> she did <laughs> that one. But yeah, <laughs> everywhere. But keep your eyes peeled for a, a thing that's coming out over the weekend as well. Okay, fab. Perfect. We'll do. <laughs> keep your eye out for a message from us because we're going to take you up on your offer of a brunch. All right, yeah. yeah. Hit me up. We'll We're be sliding there. into the DMs. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for joining us, babe. Thank you. Anytime, anytime you want me, I'm always here. <laughs> Love it. Thanks so Thank much. Bye, Bye, Electra. Bye. Bye. World peace. Yes. <laughs> How do I leave? <laughs> Just click the button. Get out. <laughs> yeah, <I'll> get. <laughs> oh, oh. What? Well, I'm definitely after that, Bob. If you are, I could do oh, a little we've, brunch. We've got to do it. That'd be so much, so much fun. I saw one last week. Tom Daly took his young son to a, a drag queen brunch somewhere. <laughs> Love that. Um, so, you know, I mean, I don't have any children to take with me, but um, no. um, we can down the Prosecco anyway and have a great time. Perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll look after each other. We ain't got no kids between us. But exactly. We, <laughs> we, we can, we'll have a lovely old time regardless. I mean, to be fair, the last time we went out was nearly a year ago, Bob. So it probably is God, overdue, it actually isn't it? was. Yeah. yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, we, we need a reunion. I think we it's do. Like it's like our Christmas party. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that was with drag queens as well, wasn't it? It was. Oh, um, me and you, we always end up with a drag queen. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very easy. I don't know done, why. I think, yeah, <laughs> just attract them. And a uh, Jaeger bomb. Yeah, <laughs> or a, or a passion fruit martini. What's the one yeah. you have? Porn fruit. A, a, por- a porn star. Porn fruit <laughs> martini. Porn star <laughs> martini. Um, yeah, well, that'd be great fun. And um, yeah, great to hear from Alexa about the latest uh, shenanigans on... Drag Race Series 3. Well, uh, we've come to the end of the show. What have you got coming up uh, this weekend, Bob? Anything exciting? Uh, so, yeah, bit busy week with work this week. Um, always good. Out, always good. So work, gym, and, uh, yeah, just uh, I'm a little bit rude, says this. is out for a dinner at the weekend. Might turn into a porn star martini or two. But at or the nine. moment, I think, I think just a, a steak and a peppercorn. How about yourself, well, you've got your lovely, you've got your fancy dress party. I can't wait to see on Instagram this, yes. uh, this dead slut cheerleader look. Well, so I've actually got quite a little. <laughs> um, I am. I'm actually going to an event with Rylan on Thursday, which How is going you? to be great. Yeah, he's doing some uh, wine wine thing, which I'm going to. Then I have. Um, I have. I'm having friends around for a dinner party on Friday night, and then on Saturday, it's uh, it's Mahalo. It's the Halloween thing so it's quite busy lots going on i'm not complaining just let's hope i don't eat and drink too much in the next few days it means i don't any longer fit in to my extremely extremely tight cheerleading outfit um yeah and i'm gonna head home after we finish the show and pick up my wig so all to to come send whatsapp me a photo of this lovely i can't wait to see it i mean it's a stunner it's a stunner (laughs) blonde ombre if you can imagine this giant head with a tiny little blonde wig on it it's gonna be uh it's gonna be stunning i love it in a mini skirt and crop top yo 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 bo and and knee-high socks i'll add as well (laughs) i mean hobs obviously and pom-poms 
<laughs> it saves your feet in the legs then, I guess, doesn't it? You can keep your ears. That's a good point, but I'm just going to be a hairy cheerleader. There's really nothing I can do about this. I'm not, I mean, it would be like, you know, shaving a small dog. So There ain't um... enough feet in boots to, to get you down to... to <laughs> no, exactly. And I think I would look like a like a weird baby if I did that. So um, so none of that. No, you you keep your you keep your fuzz babes. It's lovely. It's my thing. Um, <laughs> well, I hope I hope you get a few trick or treaters this weekend, Bob. Um, oh, no, well, if not, I'll sit there and I'll smash the army bone myself. Either way, I'll have a lovely old night. You'll be high as a kite on all that sugar. Um, I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, until next week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Happy Halloween.